An overview of sexual inventory. Purpose. To evaluate your sexual history in light of God's standard for healthy sex. Sex has its own inventory because of its potential impact on a person's spirit, body, mind, identity, and relationships. You will gain an honest perspective of the damage of sexual sins, your sinful patterns, and the things you truly value, hope for, and protect. It is also an opportunity to experience healing and understand the greatness of God's love and mercy toward you, the price that Christ paid to redeem your soul. Use God's standard. Examine sex using God's standards. The following is a summary of biblical standards for healthy sexual activity. You are powerless to live by this standard by your own strength, but use it to gain God's perspective on sexuality, sexual health, and sin. God places boundaries to protect, bless, and provide opportunities for you to experience His best. God's Design for Sex Sex is a good and powerful thing. God created it for reproduction, pleasure, intimacy, and oneness. We are sexual beings created for intimacy. Although sexual desires can be corrupted by sinful nature, sexual desire itself isn't inherently sinful, but a natural part of life. Because the sexual bond is deep and the consequences of sexual sin broad, the only environment where God encourages sexual activity is within a marriage between one man and one woman. Outside of marriage, God never endorses sexual activity of any kind, but often warns against or condemns it. This includes rape, adultery, self-pleasure, sexual fantasy, sex before marriage, anal sex, group sex, sex with animals, incest, oral sex, homosexual sex, sexual touching, lust, and pornography. Within marriage, couples are to enjoy sex together exclusively and not independent of each other, working together to keep their marriage bed pure and intimate, avoiding any activity which invites others into their sexual life, adultery, group sex, pornography, fantasizing about others, etc. Healthy sex and marriage should esteem and unite spouses, not be selfish, harmful, or degrading. It should be a regular expression of love between spouses, only withheld by agreement for a limited time. God's design for sex between a husband and wife is honoring, passionate, pleasurable, fun, satisfying, intimate, and life-producing. Key Things to Consider Remember, Christ paid for all sins. God can heal the damage of any sexual sin and make you new. If you have been abused or suspect abuse, please read about abuse in Appendix C. If you have been abused, know that abuse is not your fault and God can restore anyone. List thoughts or attitudes that have missed the mark, not just sinful events. See Matthew 5, verse 23 to 25. List when you have used your sexual nature to manipulate, punish, hurt, or control someone. Consider any motives when you have withheld sex or pursued sex from a spouse. Any engagement or disengagement of sex should be an act of love toward your spouse and honoring to God's will. Understand God's perspective. Who you are in Christ. You are raised with Christ. Your debt is paid. Colossians 2 verse 13 to 14 says, And you, who were dead in your sins, God made alive together with Christ, having forgiven us all our trespasses, 
by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. Your sins are washed away. Isaiah 1 verse 18 says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become like wool. You are identified with Christ, not by your sin. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 9 to 11 says, Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. God's Standard Matthew 19 verse 4 to 6 says, Jesus answered, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let not man separate. Matthew 5 verse 27 to 28 says, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 3 to 5 says, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust. Romans 1 verse 25 to 28 says, they exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women, and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men, and receiving in themselves the due penalty for their error. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. 1 Corinthians 7 verse 4 to 5 says, For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time, that you may devote yourselves to prayer, but then come together again so that Satan may not tempt you. Proverbs 5 verse 18 to 20 says, Rejoice in the wife of your youth, a lovely deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. Why should you be intoxicated, my son, with a forbidden woman and embrace the bosom of an adulteress? Questions to help you begin your sexual inventory. Use these questions to help start your sexual inventory. Though not all of these questions will be relevant to you, some may jog your memory and help you begin. Revisit them if you get stuck. Review the question list in Appendix C if you are dealing with the pain of abuse or sexual assault. What is your first memory that was sexual in nature? What were your sexual experiences as a child? Who was involved in your experiences? Were there adults involved? 
Were you sexually abused as a child? Read the definition of sexual abuse in Appendix C. What were your sexual experiences as an adolescent? What was your emotional response to these? Have you ever had sexual thoughts about children? Have you acted on those desires? What did your parents teach you about sex? What did they not teach you that they should have? When were you first exposed to pornography? How were you exposed? How did this impact your view of sex or how you viewed others? Have you ever been sexually assaulted? Have there been times when you have used sexual fantasy and or masturbation as an escape? Have you had sexual thoughts, desires for someone of the same sex? Have you acted on those desires? With whom have you had sexual encounters, not just intercourse, outside of marriage? Sexual flirtation. Do you entertain sexual thoughts about someone other than your spouse? How have you reacted when sexually frustrated? How has that affected others? Have you been hurt by your spouse in relation to sexual matters? Have you been sexually demanding of your spouse in ways that causes quarrels or division? Do you use pornography with your spouse? Have you invited others into your sexual relationship with your spouse? Have you been sexually unavailable for your spouse? Have you used sex as a punishment or a reward? Do you use your sexual history with your partner to justify certain actions? Are there sexual matters that you do not feel free to discuss with your spouse? Do you have sexual secrets that you have sworn never to share with anyone? What media, people, events, or places trigger sexual thoughts or fantasy? Why? When have you used sex to feel significant, loved, powerful, or desirable? Steps to take as you fill out your inventory worksheet. First, pray. Ask God to bring to mind your sexual history, reveal patterns in your life, and remind you of His love. Second, read the scriptures relating to God's standard and the previous questions. Third, begin writing down every sexual encounter that comes to mind. First, list the person in the who-what column, then the event in the cause column. Next, list private thoughts, attitudes, or habits that haven't involved others in these columns as well. Fourth, once you have listed out all that you can remember in the who-what and the cause columns, fill out the remaining columns, one harm at a time. Use Appendix B, Identifying Potential Idols, and Appendix D, Feelings List, to help you complete these columns. If you are dealing with the pain of abuse, review the inventory examples and questions in Appendix C. Fifth, after you have finished, reread Who You Are in Christ. Pray and thank God that these sins are in the past, 
have been nailed to the cross, and that you are clean, holy, and pure because of Jesus. Sexual Inventory Examples Who, what I experienced. Jane, a co-worker. I went outside of God's plan when I... I entertain sexual fantasies about Jane. I mostly view her sexually rather than as a coworker. I look over her body when she is unaware. How I responded. I have kept my thoughts a secret. I haven't told anyone, my wife included. Sometimes I catch myself fantasizing and stop, but other times I just indulge the fantasy. I've tried to catch her eye. I wonder if she thinks of me the same way. My response was selfish. Fearful, secretive, lustful, demeaning, dangerous, inconsiderate to my wife. My response valued. I get pleasure from the fantasy. Peace. I don't want to hurt my wife's feelings. Opinions of others. I don't want to tell anyone because I don't want them to think I'm perverted. A wish to be desired by a beautiful woman. Jane's beauty over her personality. Who, what I experienced. Old girlfriend. I went outside of God's plan when I, we dated for a year, engaged in premarital sex and sexual activity. How I responded. At the time, I didn't know it was wrong or would cause harm. She was willing. I would manipulate her sometimes for sex. I used sex to feel close when we weren't emotionally close. My response was selfish, ignorant of God's will, dishonored and hurt intimacy for future spouses escape relationship problems, spiritually harmful. My response valued, my pleasure, a desire to be loved and served by a woman, my will over God's will, pleasure over intimacy, immediate gratification over giving all of me to my spouse. Who, what I experienced, excessive masturbation. I went outside of God's plan when I, I masturbate regularly, sometimes multiple times a day. I often fantasize about porn or past sexual relationships, but sometimes I just want pleasure or to relax. How I responded. I use masturbation for pleasure, comfort, escape from stress, and to fall asleep. Sometimes I use it as a substitute when my spouse and I aren't intimate. I'm afraid my sexual advances will be rejected, or I'm too lazy to pursue my spouse. My response was selfish, isolated. Escape from reality, fearful, escape from relationship issues, lazy, harmful to intimacy with spouse, spiritually harmful. My response valued, my pleasure, provide my own comfort, escape, rather than God and his provision. Immediate gratification over marital oneness, my body as my own, rather than also belonging to God and my spouse. <laughs>